Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Okay, we are recording. We are live. We are back. Thank you for tuning in to another one of my little solo episodes. I am going to try to do things a little bit differently tonight. Again, you can always expect kind of the unexpected. Um, You know, last week I had Marissa Baldessaro, best friend of the pod, on. Had so much fun talking to her. Didn't really have like a huge topics list, but that doesn't mean I don't have like topics behind the scenes, like absolutely piling up. And so I kind of thought like, I'll put all the topics in a list. And, you know, if you're an avid listener, which like, by the way, like no one knew is coming to the pod, it's just only unsubscribers. So if you're here now, um, you know, a week or two ago, I did like a, a tweet draft reading where I did like a little sound like I banged like a a fork onto a glass Um, but I did find a a nice sound effect that I can use on blurp.com it's called ram bell sound okay so we're gonna try this out here it is so I kind of think that like my tea for this episode and I have like probably like 50 topics um I'm gonna kind of go through them have a bit of a pause again with the, you know, that tiny little bell sound. And, um, you know, some topics I will elaborate on more than others and some, I just won't. Um, but the first couple, uh, are a little more, um, I would say interactive. (laughs) I did, uh, I went to Ikea today and I felt really proud about that. As you know, I've been going to Ikea this is my third time in a month going to Ikea, and uh, the first two times I did leave empty-handed. However, today, I kind of changed my game plan. I changed my frame of mind. Um, I did a little more research. I knew kind of exactly what I wanted, and I got it. So I have a $100 Ikea gift card. I was like, let me go get a new desk chair. The chairs are really overpriced and just like not cute. So I was like, okay, I'm going home empty-handed. Second time I go to Ikea, I'm like, okay, I need a shoe rack because I'm looking at my shoe rack area, which is right in front of my front door. And it's like this $5 just metal kind of like two row thing, two like rods, uh, two tiered rods. And they don't, I mean, you can't even like fit boots in them or on them. And it just, it collects dust. It looks ugly. And since my apartment is so small, I'm like, well, I need to maximize the space and I need to not only just have like a shoe rag, but I need like another service just to kind of put, you know, the detritus, uh, is that a word to try to No, it's detritus. Just kind of like on like a stack of honestly books. <laughs> Do we have in books? I, we know I'm not reading them, but like I use them to stack my computer up sometimes. Um, you know, I was planning on reading the shards and I did get like 40 pages into it, but then it's like announced that Luca de Guadagino and, um, <laughs> and Brad Smells are going to make it for HBO. So I'm like, well, I guess I don't have to read the book now. I can just watch the, um, the TV show. Anyway, so I go on Ikea's website. I find this like kind of indoor outdoor metal, kind of like cream colored three tiered rack it's called the Colbjorn. um that's k-o-l-b-j-o-r-n um and i'm like well you know let me see it in person and i walk to the entire showroom i don't see it um i see some other options on my list and i'm like no it's like the plywood it's white and i'm like it's gonna get scuffed up it's gonna look like shit i need like metal i, I need something that's not gonna leave a mark um but this shelf was $129 and I had a $100 gift card. I'm like, am I really spending $130 on a fucking, like, literally like a shoe rack at Ikea? Like, you can get, like, a fucking, literally like a love seat for, like, a dorm room for $130. So I'm like, this is crazy. Anyways, I'm at the end of the fucking maze and I'm like, okay, well, I haven't found the the item that I want. Let me just go to the basement and see, like, maybe they have it in the outdoor section. So I walk all the way up to the counters, like the checkout places, and I haven't seen the item I want. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Also, they're not employing people. They used to have, like, employees at, like, counters with, like, computers, and you're like, hey, I'm looking for this. Like, can you tell me where it is? Um, None of that today. Uh, Maybe I just caught them 
you know, like an off moment, but uh, I typed in Colbjorn because I, you know, had the screenshot and uh, it was literally row like fucking 29. It was like right behind me, basically. And I was standing at the counter and I was like, or where like the um, cash registers are. And I was like, bitch, like this is the sign that you need. Like this is the sign you need to just like fucking get it. And, uh, and I, you know, I walked like, like two feet, (laughs) like picked it up and I was like, okay. And I just bought it and, um, I have not unpackaged it. I've not built it, but you will be getting updates on probably my Instagram. (laughs) But then I like, I like carry it so far and I didn't have a card. So I put it over my head and I was like, this is the easiest way to carry this. And I was like, do people think I'm like being weird? Like, is this, um... Is this cultural appropriation? I was like, I don't care. It's actually just like a physical thing where it's like, that's how you carry something heavy. Right? Oh, Lord. Okay. But then, okay, before, <laughs> before I get to my next topic, um, I did see something kind of interesting when I was going up the escalator, which, by the way, the last three times I've been to Ikea, the escalator turned off completely. So you have to walk up it. And, uh, you know, this is very cliche, very, we all, like, walking up an escalator when it's not on, you get nauseous, you're just kind of like, what am I doing here? The la- I mean, so it's been off for, like, a month. They haven't fixed the escalator. When you walk into the front doors of Ikea in Red Hook, you have to walk up them, and it's like, okay. Like, that's insane. But then I, I saw, like, a little placard, and it was, like, free continental breakfast. Actually, no, Sorry. It just said, Continental Breakfast, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 10 through 11 a.m. Continental Breakfast means free breakfast, right? Right? Like, Continental means you get, like, a bagel or, like, cereal for free. So, I'm always looking to save a dime. (laughs) And I think I'm going to go maybe this Friday and just see what the... Because if I can go there, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, get a free meal, like, it's it's only, like, a few miles. It, the gas isn't even that bad. It's just on the BQE. Like, it might be worth it for me to just get three hot meals a week at Ikea for free. Um, and, you know, worst case scenario, they're like, okay, you've been coming here a lot. You don't buy anything. Like, okay, that's also a story for the pot. So, again, who cares? Okay, we're at eight minutes. That's too much Ikea. Gonna bang, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna ding the bell. Okay, great. We're, <laughs> we're still here. Um, the other day I found out the band CSS, you know, the band that did, like, let me play the song. I thought they were French for, you know, over 10 years. I'm like, oh, they're French, because... Some of their songs, they have, like, little breaks of English, and I'm just like, uh, it seems like maybe they're French, but, um, you'll know this song. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. So then it's... Where's the chorus? Hold on. So it was like huge. It was like, I think in like an iPod commercial, um, as it should be, it's like a really fucking good song. But then at the end, there's like this breakdown. Let me see if I can find it. And I just assumed, uh, they were French, but now I'm looking at the name of the song. It's like, can say de sur sexy. And I'm like, that's so Spanish. So what had happened was I was like, I had this song stuck in my head. It was the one with, uh, Shun, Cody Critchlow, uh, called City Girl. And I remember the music video being kind of cool. And like, it had like a really simple kind of like camera trick where it's like, um, well, not a trick. It's just like the camera was in one place and the lead singer of the band was like doing kind of like simple, but like, uh, expressive choreography. And then she would change her outfits and it would be like kind of this, um, glitchy kind of like gif sort of thing. And, uh, I just liked that a lot. So I wanted to rewatch it and see what's going on. And, um, 
I was reading the comments on YouTube and they were all in Spanish and it was all about like, come to Brazil. And I'm like, okay, like, did someone hack the mainframe? Um, and I was like, Brazil, Brazil, Brazil. And I'm like, let me fucking Google where the fuck CSS is from. Cause I'm like, am I tripping? And, uh, they're from Brazil. They're from Brazil. And I, you know, maybe I'm not the only one or maybe I am the only one. Here's the thing. We're working it out live on the pod. So <sighs> I feel like such a dumbass. Okay. But like, here's the, let's see. The end of the song where it's like not in English. I just always assumed it was French. Cause like that was so indie sleeves, it was just like justice and just like French people wearing like fucking little leather jackets and being like, I'm just making a cigarette. Okay, hold on. That sounds French too, right? Like, but it's not. <laughs> Guys, sound off in the comments if you. I mean, I know. Whatever, I know. It's fine. I mean, would love to see them back together, but they sound fucking like that kind of music sounds good live, like full full band, etc. Okay, I'm going to close Spotify because we are not going to need that again. Okay. Next topic. Um, I was at the bar the other night and um, it was practically empty. I mean, it was the bar itself was there were maybe six people there. Um, but every other seat against the wall, back, booths, everything was empty. And this woman, it was a couple, it was a man and a woman. She kind of like barges in and just sort of, I'm sitting like at the very end. There's like one stool on the left, kind of two on the, um, sorry, one stool on the right, two on the left of me. And she's like, I'm sorry, like not to like single shame you, but like, do you mind like moving over? And I was, like, truly speechless. I was, like, again, like, silence. Like, it was even more silence. I was just, like, I looked at her just, like, mm. and her boyfriend was, like, oh, no, it's cool. Like, we could sit somewhere else. I'm, like, yeah, absolutely. There's literally, like, 30 seats open. Like, you don't just... Do you know how humiliating that is? It's so horrible. Like, listen, I would understand if, like, Every other fucking seat in the bar was full, and there were two seats left in the house. I would move over in a heartbeat and be like, I got you. I understand. Seating is limited. However, seating was not limited. Seating was like, it was open fucking table.com, whatever the fuck that shit. It was every seat was open. And like, how dare you? The fact that she like even knew like this term, not to single shame you. Bitch, I was like, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck is happening? And I, I, I was just, it was like one of those things where it's like, I either say nothing or I'm like, gonna be guns blazing. And I was like, it's probably better if I don't say anything. I was also just frozen in like, terror of like, what the fuck would this person even... I'm looking around, there's seats everywhere. I'm like, you, you don't get to... Uh, so, you know, she was weaponizing this term, but also, like, she didn't care. <laughs> She's like, she knows it's an issue. And, but still was just like, it's my world and you're living in it. So, like, I'm going to do it. So, it, I feel like that's kind of a metaphor for contemporary uh, culture where um, people have learned how to kind of just create a narrative where they're not a fucking asshole. But they are. And, um, that's that. Um, I randomly watched the first episode of To Catch a Predator because, as you know, I love the show Undercover Underage. Um, kind of blew through that, you know, second season, eight episodes, you know, only one a week. So I was, it's, it's done and I'm like, well, there are more predators to catch. 
we have to catch more predators. So I, I watched the first episode of um, To Catch a Predator, which, like, it's not really streaming. So it's, like, I watched a really fucking pixelated um, version on YouTube. And, by the way, I chose the word pixelated versus grainy for a reason. Because it's not grain. It's pixels. Could I elaborate for a long time? Yes. It's not on film. It's on YouTube, on your computer. It's pixelated. It's not grainy. Anyways, not to be a bitch. Um, but they interviewed, like, one woman. Uh, and I put it on my Instagram story, and it got a lot of fucking hits. It was, like, one of my most viewed Insta stories of all time. I don't really get how that works. I guess maybe the more people like it, the more it gets put onto people's little, like, circle story stuff. But, um... It was a woman and... Wait, I wonder if I can find it. Shit, hold on. I'm going to find it. So, you know, she was talking to Chris um, Chris Hansen. And he's just... You know, she's like a redheaded, like, middle-aged woman. Uh, kind of just normal. <laughs> what to say. Um, and they're talking about, like, cyber crimes and all this stuff. And... Uh, oh, I found it. Okay. So she's like, <laughs> telling me like how it's like maybe not the kid's fault. Okay, hold on, here we go. Tell their parents, their parents may not believe them, and then now they're going to get in trouble. And nine times out of ten, what we tell the kids and what we tell the parents, it's usually not the kid's fault. Nine times out of ten, it's usually not the kid's fault. I mean, go off, bitch. Who's the one tenth? I'm assuming. Gay boys <laughs> who at 15 are kind of like, whatever. <laughs> I'm not saying we lower the age of consent, I'm just saying, like, that has to be who she's talking about, right? Like, it's just, or maybe, uh, I don't know, would love to pick her brain, but it's like that, <laughs> that kind of like, that kind of language, but it's like, <laughs> so dated. Actually, the show To Catch a Predator is pretty old. It's like, I mean, I think like 2002. Um, hold on, let me look, let me look this up. To Catch a Predator. Season 1 air date. Oh, 2004. November 2004. So, I mean, there you have it. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's like Literally 20, almost 20 years ago. Okay, well, great. That's kind of all I have to say about that. It's like, fine. Um, The Barbie movie, I mean, it's still not out. And yet all we do is see, see the promo for it. But something that I didn't consider that I, I read in a little article about is how now, since like the most precious thing that like corporations have is like, IP, intellectual property. Um, we're going to see a lot of movies about toys now. Like, Marvel's not enough. Batman, Superman, Barbie's a toy. And that's gonna be, like, fucking, like, oh my god, what, there were 40, immediately after, like, the Barbie, whatever shit happened, it was, like, 45 different things were filed to protect... Um, like a fucking movie about like I don't know, like Mega Man or like fucking GI Joe. I don't even know. Little Pony, My Little Pony. <laughs> it's gonna be that for a long time, and like Super Mario Brothers kind of like superseded that. So it's like great. It's gonna be movies about fucking toys now, and superheroes. It makes me want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> like. <laughs> It just like what the fuck? I don't understand. I don't understand, bitch. I don't understand. It's not a funny sound clip. Um, yeah, I won't be using the soundboard. It's just not my, not my, not my zhuzh, really. Um, oop, time for another bell. Um. Netflix can literally suck my dick in hell because, like, what happens now is that, like, used to be when you're watching, you go to watch something and it's, um, there are too many people logged in, it wouldn't let you watch the show. Now, however, it lets you watch, like, a full, like, two and a half minutes of the show. And then it's like, 
mm, sorry, there's too many screens. Upgrade for $5.50 a month. And I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, oh my God. Those sons of bitches. And I've been trying to watch this show. It's not very good. Um, but actually it is kind of great. It's called um, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, which I've talked about Skinwalker Ranch before. It's this um, ranch, this 550-acre ranch in the, like, northwest corner of Utah. And for decades and decades, there's just a lot of supernatural activity, and, like, no one's really kind of, like, figured out why. I mean, there's a lot of, like, native culture there. Um, there's like glyph drawings of just kind of like uh, like serpents and stuff, which serpents represented like a um, a guardian between like dimensions. So there have been like thing uh, talk of like portals opening and you know energetic beings like being kind of like shot out of the ground or like in the woods uh, or maybe like the brush, not the woods. Um, but um, you know, this guy, he's, like, an astrophysicist, but also, like, he writes, like, sci-fi novels, but, I don't know, he's, like, <coughs> generically handsome, so, like, we listen to him, and we respect him, and we honor him. The blonde man who lifts weights, so, again, we bow at the altar of that. Um, you know, they're trying to just, like, use some sort of science to figure out, like, what they can, um, uh, one of the ranch, the, the ranch hands are kind of demented. Like they're so crazy. <laughs> they're obviously like literally insane, but you know, there was this kind of, um, not even like a pit, but kind of just like a little, um, trench, not even trench. It was just like a little like mud pit that sticks all over it. And one of the ranch hands was like, listen, like I've seen it fill up with so much water and drain in like, 10 minutes and like that's so weird because it's clay the dirt is clay it like holds water we know that there's like marshes when it rains which is very rare like water does pool up but then they kind of like have this dam they build and like they have like forty-five thousand gallons of water come into this like little kind of tiny marsh that's not very big it's like the size of like two cars parked next to each other like it's small and they have, like, 45,000 gallons of water come in within, like, 10 minutes, and then it just, like, totally goes down. So, like, they think there's, like, kind of an underground um, system of some sort. They do some, like, uh, like uh, radio geography shit, and uh, they put dye in the water, and it doesn't come out anywhere else. Um, but, you know, then, like, they will be filming i mean okay they'll be filming and then like there is like some sort of like um radiation component to this it's like there's an energetic force and it's not necessarily like aliens or like we don't know what's going on at fucking skinwalker ranch but like they do have these like uh whatever meters that read radiation like they can suddenly explode for kind of no reason when they start digging into the earth they like go haywire and then like this one guy caleb's phone goes ballistic it's like logging itself in it's dialing numbers it's doing all this you know computer stuff they're like is it aliens is it someone hijacking the mainframe i'm like well if it's radiation like maybe it's like just like a glitch like we don't know they go to bed they wake up in the middle of night they see like three of the men like see this like rectangle like this orange rectangle like floating through the the brush and they like try to find it and then it like disappears i know this all sounds crazy and like yes i get it but to me the only evidence that is truly like shocking and um kind of absolutely unexplainable is um so they have cattle they have cows and like ufos and like cows have this like really interesting relationship um, this one cow just kind of dropped dead and all the other cows like ran away from it and they're like that's really weird um, a vet came this was not filmed this was like before they came a vet was like well maybe just had like sudden onset pneumonia and like died um, and like okay that's random but it wasn't sick and like normally 
like a sick animal like you know it's sick okay but i'm also like well maybe it just did maybe they didn't notice and it just dropped dead so then they get the like fucking lead utah like animal fucking whatever guy to come look at the cow the cow has been in the field dead for a year and not a single not an insect or an animal has like touched it at all which he's like i actually have no explanation for this like if like a deer dies it vultures like it gets picked apart within like a week like it's just bones this was literally a full fucking cow all of its like fur hair the hide was there it was just bones and like hide and it was no insects would touch it no predators would touch it no one touched like the meat like it was just it no like nothing in the natural world would like go near it which is really fucking weird and the guy's like i'm yeah to me you know listen i'm skeptical but this guy was like i truly have no explanation for this and when they were filming the cow after like a year they noticed like a little like a fucking spaceship in the sky and they filmed it i'm like oh my god okay like i don't know about that i don't know about that but there's a lot of like um kind of bovine mutilation going on where it's just like the eyes are missing in a very uh it looks like they were kind of lasered out and there's no blood and the same thing with their like rectums it's like they're just gone and they find these cows and they're like literally we could have done that without like blood being spilled like it's clearly not an animal it's not a wild animal i mean maybe it's a person do we don't know but uh the cow being there for a year, no one touching it. And he, he, the the livestock specialist was like, I mean, maybe if the cow had poison in it or something, like no one, like no animals would touch it. But like, even still, that's not really a thing. Like there would, it would have decomposed more. Like something is up with the cow. <laughs> Something's up with the cow. Anyways, I'm only like halfway through the season. I think it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of so dumb. (laughs) It's like so, uh, like kind of boots on the ground. But I feel like they're really trying to use their limited intellect and get to the bottom of things, you know? I threw my back out washing dishes. Again, every time I wash dishes, it's like the sink is too low or like I just don't know how to to really do it properly. I'm so glad those like little assholes in France stopped throwing paint at paintings in museums. Like that was so annoying. I'm just like glad that's over. Ice Spice's birthday is January 1st, 2000. Like I'm so sorry. I need to see that birth certificate. Like that's She's created in a fucking lab to be like a child predator's like wet dream. What's up with mangoes always being on shrimp and fish tacos? I don't like that shit. It's kind of giving, not to use these terrible three words, but it's giving pineapple on pizza. Fuck that I'm glad Jim Morrison is dead the gays who love Justin Vivian Bond are always so uptight and like so hard to talk to like no offense but they're just like way too serious and like this is no no shade against Justin Vivian Bond I mean I'm sure she's very talented um, she's been, she was, you know, featured in this, uh, doc on HBO called Last Call, which is very good about the serial killer who targeted gay men in the 1990s. Um, part one is out. I highly recommend it. Um, but they were just kind of like, uh, really like professional and kind of like, Ugh. they're not cool. They're not cool at all to me. 
Son of the Commons if you're a gay that loves going to see Justin Vivian Bond live. Uh, just the vibe is like not for me. Moratorium on the Kardashians wishing each other happy birthday. Listen, there's too many fucking grandkids. Um, to the point where it's like constant just happy birthdays all year round. And what triggered this for me was um, P? Her name's P. Penelope. It's like Courtney and Scott's kid who has been the same age for fucking 15 years. She's like eight. Um, and then every single person in the family is like, oh my God, P, like you're the most like wonderful child. We love you so much. I mean, she's essentially just so useless and no one cares. No one's a fan of like P. No one's a fan of P. <laughs> and they shouldn't care. Like no one cares. And it's, it's like now that, you know, Kim has four kids, uh, Chloe has two, Courtney's got another one on the way. It's, I think, yeah, I think Chris Jenner has like 16 grandkids or something crazy. It's like, we can't do this all year round. We just have to stop it. We have to stop the birthdays. Um, if you're a listener and you work with the Kardashian clan, like maybe just um, opening a heart kombucha. I just can't deal with this. Um, it's just enough. It's just like really crazy. And I could just unfollow them, um, but which I mostly have. I think I just only follow Kim, but... No, I think Chris is still in there. Because, uh, like, I mean, I don't know. She's honestly the most, like, fascinating figure in our culture because she's definitely so evil. She's figured a way to be like, no, I'm a family woman. <laughs> Ooh, anyways. If I'm ever in a coma... You guys have permission to fuck my lifeless body. I don't care if I'm aware of it or not. The weekend is a good actor. Period. Gays on Hinge are obsessed with you meeting their mom. It was like, I'm looking for someone to introduce to my mom. <laughs> like, my mom. Like, my mom's wondering, like, when someone coming over Thanksgiving. Like, my mom. It's, like, so weird. These are the gays that love Elizabeth Warren. They love, like, Christine Baranski. It's, like, they're, like, my mom's my best friend. It's, like, your mom actually really wished you were um, straight or just a daughter. I'm sorry, but that's the vibe I'm getting. Um... I bang the bell. Damn. Too hot. Um, I saw a cockroach crawling over a car the other day. Um, when I was smoking a cigarette. That, that felt new. It felt new that I was like, why is this cockroach just for the eight minutes I was smoking a cigarette, just crawling over a car? Couldn't, I'm like, you got to get to the ground. You got to get to like ground level. There's nothing for you up there on the roof of a car. I miss when people were into extreme body modifications. You need to turn yourself into a whole ass dragon or serpent if you want to get they themed from me. Okay. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, a, you know, like Maury or you know, late 90s, early 2000s. It's like, they're like, oh, look at this freak. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I gender is not even like the first thing that comes to my mind. It's like, I'll they them you. Everyone else, I'm sorry, you're on like a, just kind of like a, uh, it must be an emergency. Um, yeah, I'm gonna bang the, I'm gonna hit the bell again. Another hot one coming in. The only way for Dylan Mulvaney to get on good terms with conservatives is to shoot up a school, shopping mall, both. I think that's how she shows that these colors don't run and that she's an American and a patriot and like that's kind of all <laughs> uh, that's kind of all she can do 
In Bushwick in 2013, every white woman was named Whitney. And bitch, you know that's true. Everyone was like, Whitney something. And I'm like, who are all these wit? And like, I couldn't keep the, like track of them because they're all just kind of like average looking. And like Whitney, if you're a white woman named Whitney, it's like your parents are rich. So it's, and they're just like, yeah, I'm a dancer. And I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> okay. What the fuck is Oppenheimer? Did that not come out like five years ago? Like literally what the fuck is Oppenheimer? Like I thought it was truly, I think I thought it had been out for a long time. Is like a war movie. I, I know it's like, I'm getting like Dunkirk vibes from it, but like, hold on, let me, I'm getting on the Googler Schmoogler. Oppenheimer. Oh, I think it's not like a fucking like nuclear bomb. Hold on. Oppenheimer movie. Okay, Cillian Murphy, Florence Pugh, Robert Downey Jr. He's so round to me still, I kind of like don't get it. Emily Blunt, Jack Quaid, Matt Damon. Okay. A feature documentary exploring how one man's brilliant Documentary? Okay, hold on. Doesn't make sense. A feature documentary exploring how one man's brilliance, hubris, and relentless drive changed the nature of war forever, led to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people, and unleashed mass hysteria, and how subsequently the same man's attempt to co- the, the fucking it cut off it's based on the 2005 book American Prometheus by Kai Bird and Martin J. Sherwin tracks the creation of the atomic bomb during World War II through the eyes of theoretical physicist and Manhattan Project leader J. Robert Oppenheimer okay guys what the fuck <laughs> I mean it's, it's opening the same weekend as the Barbie movie which you know, I was excited to see, except for a friend of the bot, Hari Neff, did just unsubscribe from the podcast. Don't know why. Does she need money? Probably not. I noticed these things. Time for the bell. I bet Ricky Martin's nephew is thrilled about his divorce. Because his nephew wants to fuck him, obviously. Ooh, this is a good one. I saw Chris from Swiping America on the street in Williamsburg, and he was wearing this, like, all-blue kind of, like, toddler-adjacent, like, outfit with, like, a branded hat that had, like, hinge, like, literally hinge on it. And it was, like, you know, like, denim blue hat and, like, uh, you know, like, pinstripe white and blue shirt and, like, little shorts. And it was, like, he was just walking around with his friend, and I'm, like, what, like... His, like, addiction to being, like, this innocent little guy is, like, so so gay guy and like i know i talk about it so much on our maybe second last episode where he's just like so closed off and like all the women on the show swiping america were so open and so vulnerable and he's just like "Mm, no i think that like these guys aren't it's like you're just a superficial asshole like period so the little kind of like you know nod to like being a toddler dressing like hot guys like what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? It's clearly like a... Something's going on. Anyways. Oh, you're getting on threads? Have you considered going to rehab? <laughs> it's not even funny. What is threads? Oh my god, what is threads? I mean, people keep telling me and I'm like, actually, I don't care. It seems like, is it... Do actually do not sound off in the comments because I straight up do not care. But it seems like Instagram has released an app that's separate from Instagram where you can like tweet, but it's just brands like it's like Cheetos. It's like every tweet is like from Jabuki being like, uh, yeah, you know, what sucked like slavery, but you know, it's better. Mm, Doritos, Los Tacos or some shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You know the fucking vibe. I'm just, like, not into it. Again, I've just, I've channeled everything into this this platform, Patreon, and my podcast. Not to be like a, you know, I'm not tuning in horn. But I just, I don't, I, just to summarize for people that maybe knew, like, posting on Twitter felt awful. Reading tweets felt awful. There's no reason for me to be there. And it is, like, that simple. And so, it's chopped. It's literally fucking dropped. The insurrection should happen every year and we should celebrate it as a national holiday. (laughs) 
still no idea what draconian refers to. It's either Dracula or that little faggot from Harry Potter. <laughs> so many North Brooklyn brands are like, how can we reinvent the shape of a white Oxford shirt for women? And it's like, okay. <laughs> That's not that good. It's fine. Whatever. Okay, next one. RFK Jr. is so goddamn hot. I knew he'd look good without a shirt on. Goddamn. Yeah, he like took his shirt off and like did some push-ups and I was like, bitch. Like, he was always wearing like, you know, button-up shirts. He's a you know well-dressed man. I was like, I can see those muscles. Like something's going on. Something's going on in there. And uh sure enough. I mean his voice is like worse than mine. However, I kinda wanna see him win. Like Hmm. I mean, who else is there? I mean, Trump, like, God, I mean, I just don't think it's going to happen, but I mean, wait, who's, uh, does Sanctimonious, like, absolutely not. And who are the Democrats? Oh, Joe Biden. Oh my God. Don't even make me laugh. Like, don't even make me laugh. You may think I'm joking right now, but I'm actually not. The James Charles Tati Westbrook YouTube beef videos were the craziest thing that has ever happened in the history of mankind. Period, bitch. I stand behind that. All the kind of like Skinwalker Ranch, like alien, like maybe there's a tic tac shaped thing landing in the fields, creating little bunkers. Are there like little tubes that are like energy things found? Like that's kind of crazy, but like to me. The James Charles Tati Westbrook back and forth videos were the craziest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Hiroshima, Nagasaki, I mean, World War II, everything's crazy, but like this, it's peak crazy. I just find it's peak crazy. I think I'm going to start bullying Evan Ross Katz. Okay, what the fuck does this gay guy want? Like, if you've, I mean, maybe, I, I don't follow him. Literally, it's 83 of my friends on Instagram follow him. Um, I'm losing respect for if you do, but here's the thing. He's just like kind of this, here's his Instagram bio. Writer, podcast host, Sarah Michelle Geller, historian, most valuable hype man in the history of television. Yeah, he's a hype man, but like he gets, I don't know what he gets out of it. And his pinned post is just him being engaged. It's like, so why are you even online? Like, you figured... <laughs> so, let me just give you some examples. There's a... There's a photo of... It's, it's a screenshot of, like, the show The Other Two, and it's... Harry Styles is in as a love interest. He wants another stab at playing gay. He really thinks he can get it right this time. Then Evan Ross Katz's caption is... I love the show. I will miss the show. A big thank you to all involved for making something truly one of a kind. We haven't, if, if you haven't already, do yourself a favor and check out the other two on Max. Um, he has nothing to do with the show whatsoever. Like, literally nothing to do with the show whatsoever. This is a screenshot of Sarah Jessica Parker following him back. I'm shaking. I'm physically shaking. Um, this is just a photo of Lee Pace walking on the street. Mm, that's my kind of red, white, and blue. Um, this is a photo of Paul Mezcal. And his arm looks good. And he says, I love Paul Mezcal's headphones. <laughs> um, this is a picture of Margot Robbie. Let's see what's happening here. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh... This is a photo of, like, the White Lotus cast two weeks ago at, like, a red... Or, um, sorry, up front of a fashion show. And he says, White Lotus royalty Theo James, Mike White, and Murray Barlett at today's Loewe SS24 Men Show. My brain is short-circuiting. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> I guess he's just, like, a media outlet. Um. Okay. There's gotta be, like, one more that's, like, really good. Oh, of course he loves... Jennifer Coolidge, but like, Jesus Christ, she would never fuck with him. 
She would never fuck with him. This is a photo of J. Smith Cameron on the street. The smirk, the power pose, the feather detail pajama set, the borderline ludicrously capacious leather bag. This is mothercore. Holy shit. Okay, some of my friends like this post. Who are they? Oh my god, Nick. Oh no, not Lawrence or video. Not Sam McGinnis. No. Not Sasha Colby. Not Gaskins, this restaurant I like in the Hudson Valley. Oh my god, guys, please. But I guess they're liking it for the 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 picture itself, not just. I just think Evan Ross cats. I gotta bully him. I'm gonna. You didn't hear it here, but I will be. Um, I'll, I mean, it was like a phishing. That's ph. Uh, you know, I'll do like a phishing scam, and uh, I don't know. What possesses? I mean, imagine like what possesses. Maybe it's at the point where he gets paid to post. I mean, but how many followers does he have? 315,000? I mean, that's something, but like... I've had people in the podcast with more. Okay, we're cutting him as like a million. Sorry. She's not stooping to this level. <laughs> oh, here's one of the Ryan... Okay, the most recent one is just five pictures of Ryan Gosling. Let's see what the caption is. Shout out to Hey Mark Avery for delivery... This pat, I'm not reading this wrong, it's just spelled wrong. Shout out to Hey Mark Avery for delivery this pastel serve spree for Gosling on the Barbie press tour. Who the fuck asked you to do this? Shout out to Mark, shout out to Mark for delivery this pastel serve spree for Gosling on the Barbie press tour. Literally, fuck off. I'm getting too heated. It's not that important. But, like, Jesus Christ, guys. Oh, Lord. I feel like I'm disrespecting my straight friends if I don't watch The Righteous Gemstones. I watched the show, but I don't love it. It's not that funny. Do British people make memes? Not that I know of. Okay, so it's actually time for your questions. I didn't get a ton. Um, and, you know, there were not that many good ones, but I'll just kind of read through them. I got like eight, whatever, six. Um, first one, Mary Fuck Kill Muppet Edition. You didn't give me any Muppets to choose from, so I'm not even going to entertain that. Next one, what are your thoughts on Britain? Actually, it's like so perfectly timed because like, do they make memes? I don't know. But they're, like, actually the root of all evil, right? Like, England, Britain, colonial, like, whatever. I don't even know. Next question. What's your most woo-woo thing you believe in? For example, sacred geometry, astrology, ghosts. Um, yeah, sacred geometry seems pretty tight. I just don't know what I believe in. It's too hard. I can't commit. But I do think there's something on Skinwalker Ranch. Next question. Do you even do you believe in ghosts? And if so, have you seen one? I yeah, I felt I felt the ghost pass through me, and I talked about that on a episode last year. Too long to get into. I was in Germantown, New York, and a ghost got into bed with me and passed through me. Next question. Do you ever fuck around and get a Frosty with your Wendy's meal? No, because I don't like ice cream or Frosty. Like, I'm just like, no. No shade, though. I'm like, I get, like, get the little tiny Frosty. Next question. I kind of like this one. Thoughts on Noah's Ark? Hmm. Kind of into it. I don't know why. I'm just like, yeah, Noah's Ark is cool. <laughs> just animals. It's a fun cruise, whatever. Um, okay, two more questions left, and then we are fucking done. Um, are you still thinking about getting a part-time job? Love the pod. Keep up the great. They cut off there. Um, yeah, I'd love a part-time job, but it's going to be the right fit. So if you have anything in mind, you know what I should actually do is hit up 
fuck, what's her name? She used to follow me on Twitter when I had a Twitter. Um, you stay Terry Richardson. What the fuck is her name? Um, she has like a store in Cobble Hill. Oh my god. Uh, she was in Girls. Oh my god, what is her fucking name? <laughs> She has a store, and I, I should. <laughs> Fuck, hold on, how do I Google this? Terry, this is so embarrassing. Terry Richardson, ex girlfriend, girls, HBO. Audrey Gelman, god damn it. I'm gonna DM Audrey Gelman, like, yo, can I work in your fucking country ass store? Cause, like, or like drive a van for her? Cause I've driven vans, whatever. That's actually so smart. Thank you um, to whoever uh, asked that because now it's um, ignited something in me that I'll probably forget about tomorrow and never follow through with. Okay, last question. What do you think about this season of Project Runway? I want Rami and Christian to kiss. Um, the season's not great, but Rami is just like the man of my dreams. Rami reminds me of, um, who was that guy in, like, Great British Bake Off who almost won, or maybe he did win, but he was just, like, you know, you take a glance at him and he, like, looks very masculine, but then he's just, like, actually, like, a gentle soul and, like, sweet. And I'm like, okay, that's so cool. It's so cool. And Rami's only, like, he's only 40, like, three or four. And I'm like, okay, bitch, like, I... I should fucking slide up. I think he lives in LA. And they fucking filmed in Greenpoint and they stayed at the Indigo Hotel, which is like next to like the Axley and like Metropolitan and Macri Park. And I was like, fuck, I never had I known. I would have staked out. I would have sat on the bench across from the Indigo Hotel and been like, Rami. Rami. <laughs> he strikes me as someone who's like always single. It's either like he's always single or he has like a boyfriend for like 20 years you know i don't know guys sound off in the comments if you know if, um if you know what rami's relationship status is okay i think that like you know we haven't done an hour but like i'm just done and i don't want to like superficially do an hour for no reason um thank you so much for tuning in um yeah make sure you like the episodes because like i you know, I'm like, does anyone listen? Does anyone care? So, don't leave me hanging. Love you all so much. Good night. Bye.